Welcome to Haven't Done That with Alex and David. Or uh, David and Alex, we haven't quite decided on. It's, it's still an how argument. We're do that intro. <laughs> yeah. um, but this is the podcast about new experiences. The first, uh, the first of many podcasts, hopefully. Uh, I haven't done a podcast before. This is going to be my first experience with that. Neither have I. It's a first experience. We're it's, doing yeah, a first this, experience on a show about first super experiences. Super meta, actually. Yeah. Um, so We're really getting into it here. I've actually wanted to do a podcast for a while, but you know, I didn't really know what to talk about, and I feel like this is not only a good opportunity to, um, you know, jump into the podcast game, but it's also a good opportunity to um, get fodder for writing because that is my main interest. Uh, me and David, David and I, um, both just moved to LA and. Both went to San Diego State University, majored in film, television, and new media production. Yeah, good stuff. I just got here three weeks from now. Well, three weeks I've been in a new apartment. <clears throat> Tobin and I are on the floor of that apartment right now because the one chair I have here is very squeaky, and that would not sound great, but uh, couch chair for a while, finally landed. Tobin, how long have you been in L.A. for? I just realized you keep calling me Tobin, and I, sa- I said my name was Alex. That's yeah. my la- my name is Alex Tobin, if... Not that anyone's listening to this who doesn't already know I don't who care. I am. I don't care if people get confused because <laughs> I'm never going to call you out. Okay. That's never going to happen. But uh, yeah, I've been here for, uh, I think, close to six months now. I've, I'm a PA, a lowly PA in LA. We both are. Tobin just works a lot more than I do. So, <laughs> Well, I have a couple more months under my belt. You'll get there. But. Yeah. Well, um, Tobin, you want to tell these lovely listeners what the show's about Tobin thought about it I'm not going to even try to get take any credit for the initial inception did I use you, that word right yeah uh, inception of this idea the 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 initial you get credit for the name he thought of the name so yeah. um but basically it's a podcast about doing new things new experiences um and discussing them in a forum and just uh I think we're just trying to do stuff that a lot of people kind of haven't done, and or if you've had done, you might have a different experience about it, but um, just interesting things that uh, that not a lot of people talk about. Um, and it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't have to be something that we're not going to be climbing Mount Everest each week, but I think we live in a city with a lot of opportunities to do a lot of different things, try a lot of different foods, go a lot of different places, meet a lot of different type of people, and... Uh, I'm 23, Tobin's 24, we uh, both have done a lot, but we also have a lot of things that we've always wanted to try, and a lot of things that I never want to try, but I'm going to do because of this show, because I think, yeah, it's going to take us out of our comfort zone. Yeah, we already, I don't want to tell you any of the stuff that we've written down already, but some of the stuff is very frightening to me. Yeah, it's, Um. (laughs) yeah, well that kind of... Well, that could segue into our theme. We're going to try to have themes for each week of, you know, like this week, I'll, I'll spoil it. We're, we're going to do things that scare us. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll talk a little bit about how the episodes are going to work. Tobin and I are going to talk about the experience that we're going to try. Uh, we're going to talk about why it was interesting to us. What about it made us want to do it. And then uh, we're hopefully going to get audio doing these things. Some things we're not going to be able to get audio doing. Yeah. Um, but then we're going to come back and we're going to break down the event and how it went, what it taught us, what we did, uh, if it was good, bad, ugly. And hopefully, um, no spoilers in that sense where we're going to ruin any experiences for you. So if like you want to do that, we won't, we'll leave out as much 
of the fine details, so it's still new to you, you know, we don't want you to to get everything spoiled for you before you do it, and just felt like you already did it, so, um, no. yeah. Well, there you go. Um, this week, theme, fear. Fear. Scary. Scary. <laughs> um, should we tell them what we're going to do? Yeah, well, Tobin and I were each, I mean, we, we had a whole list of things that we wanted to try, different things that we wanted to do, and um, we decided that there was two things on the list that um, kind of spoke to both of us of why we're afraid of them. I know um, I'm a little afraid of what the first one is. Um, for me, my... Just say it, yeah. Yeah, I'll just say it. Well, I'll say what we're doing is something that, uh, it, I mean, Tobin, you know what it is. It's an escape room. Yes. Yeah. An what's, escape. what's an escape room? Uh, an escape room, is, if anybody's ever played like those Flash games back in the... 2000s uh they still make them but it's basically they they put you in a room and um they leave little clues where you have a certain allotted time limit to figure out the clues that lead to more clues that lead to you either escaping the room you know metaphorically you don't have to like break down a door or anything but you you know you get the or do you yeah maybe you do it's some of them but you know whether it be diffusing a bomb depending on the theme you know i've heard of some that do like you know cold war where you have to defuse the bomb in time and then the one we're actually going to do is uh a horror themed one which is why it scares me i'm not very afraid of the cold war i wasn't born in the 80s <laughs> but uh so that wouldn't really be that bad to me but i've always had just like a i mean i, I don't really know what to call it do you think I people guess... go, do you think people go in the cold war one and have like ptsd <laughs> it's possible <laughs> I don't know what the 80s were the like. The war that didn't really happen, but kind of <laughs> just like was talked about a lot. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, horror for me has always just been, a, I guess, a touchy subject. I hate horror movies. I hate haunted houses. Mm-hmm. I hate actual haunted houses. Like it, the ones at like fairs and different things where people dress up and try to scare you, even if I know they're people dressed up. I love that I shit. hate the feeling of being scared. <clears throat> um, I've never been able to do horror movies ever since I was a kid. Um, the first real horror movies I saw was my brother's 10th birthday. I was probably eight mm-hmm. and we watched, uh, Poltergeist. Not that bad, mm-hmm. but some scary aspects. And mm-hmm. then the one that really got me was the Blair Witch Project. Oh, you know what? That's, that, that movie goes so back and forth. Right? Fucked me up. People hate that or they love that. I loved it. I've never watched it again. They're I making still a new like one. it. Yeah. Yeah. They they're are. making a new one. I um, still like that movie. I can't, so, okay, so you gotta think of me, young, supple, eight-year-old David, watching this movie. Ugh, supple. <laughs> That's a terrible That's word. Disc- um, but I'm, I'm talking scared. about myself, so it's appropriate. I guess. Um, I, this movie just absolutely wrecked me, and it led to, like, this fear of the dark, like, this whole thing that I, like, dealt with for a <laughs> while. I finally got over it, but I've never been able to, like, enjoy scary movies. Like, anyway, Signs, that one got me, too. That's not even scary. I do, okay, but I was, I was, that came out in what? I don't want to, we can look it up, but it, it came out in a year where I was still a young buck. 2006, 8, I don't know, something No, like that. way before that. You think? Yeah, I was a little boy. Okay. Or I was just a little boy at heart <laughs> well, when I was I, I love scary movies. I've always loved scary movies. I've always loved scary situations. I think my first scary movie was um, 
Child's Play, you know, Chucky the Doll. Oh, I, I never saw I those. I love that. See, that's the thing. I don't have, like, I've seen, I feel like I've seen a lot of movies we both majored in film. Yeah, that I one. I can't do scary movies. That one scared me, but, like, the one that kind of, like, really freaked me out was, I remember I saw this when I was, like, 10, like, The Exorcist. Yeah. Because, I mean, that was, like, on, that's a whole nother level, you know what I mean? Like, there's some scenes in that, like, a 10-year-old, I shouldn't have been watching it, yeah, honestly. Yeah, that's heavy. Yeah. And there's something not that scary about a doll, but when you're when you're a kid, you know, all dolls are scary. So I think that spoke to me. Now I watch it, it's pretty humorous, you yeah. know. But um, ex- the Exorcist still kind of freaks me out a little bit. Yeah, well, that's, Which actually yeah. leads us into my fear. What fear? Yeah, what's scary? Tobin's, Tobin's going to have fun in the first one. He likes this. this yeah, yeah. Thing. He likes being scared, but I do. I'm not. This next one doesn't really freak me out. I'm, I'm, it's not scary as much as it is like very unsettling and uneasy to me, but we're going to <clears throat> the Church of Scientology. Mm. <laughs> Let's get sued on the first episode. Yeah, honestly, Jesus. Um, and I don't know, I, I, I don't think I'm like scared of religion or anything like that. I was confirmed and the Catholic and whatnot, but I'm not, I don't find myself a religious person, but like, I mean... People don't even call Scientology a religion. They say not anymore. They say it's a cult. I mean, they refer to it as a religion. Yeah, but they say it's a cult. Scientologists. I just don't like, um, just an environment where it's it's constant persuasion and there's like an agenda and like I know nobody's gonna be like real or upfront with me. Yeah, no one's telling. And that kind of freaks me out. Well, it's because nobody's real or upfront with them. Yeah, it's it's this whole thing that like everybody's just and it's not. I mean, I, I'm scared of Scientology a little bit because of all documentaries, like, going clear and, yeah. and stuff like that. And the thing that's weird to me is, like, I've never been the one to volunteer. You remember those hypnosis shows at, like, bar oh, mitzvahs? Yeah, and things like that? those. I'm, an, I'm Jewish if we're talking about religion, so I've been to a lot of bar mitzvahs, and I've been to a lot of, like, wait, high school wait, parties. Wait, they, they had hip, hypnotists no, but I'm just saying that's like that, I'm saying that's, like, the, you know, like, that's, like, the cool party, like... But did they do that? No, I, it wasn't at bar mitzvahs, but it was at, like, like school functions like that or like yeah you know, yeah like the, like the things with like the DJs county fairs yeah like anything with like a cheesy DJ and like either county fairs or anything like that they're gonna have like yeah I like didn't that. think that it was like real I wasn't like scared like oh I don't think I'm gonna get okay like- but yeah but that's why I'm saying I don't want to like that's what freaks me out about Scientology is it's basically people just kind of getting like brainwashed yeah and, like, it's a little weird told what to do and that's like my thing is I'm not I'm not afraid of it in the sense that like oh my god, I'm going to become a Scientologist. This is like, I'm very easy to persuade. Like, I feel like I'm more stubborn than anything. It's just like, I'm more afraid of like them figuring out I have like no intention of like joining. And then they're like, you're, ah, you're undercover and like strapping me to a chair and this will be the last podcast you hear. (laughs) At least it was a really popular one. Yeah. Thanks thanks for listening, mom and dad. Yeah, there's nothing that really, uh, that really spikes the podcast popularity, like uh, the, the guy the dying after dying. the first episode. Yeah, what I don't like, and uh, Tobin and I were at a show at UCB the, uh, two weeks ago, it's where we saw Moshe Kasher do a podcast about Scientology, and it was across the celebrity, across the street from the Celebrity Center of Scientology on in Fra- Hollywood. On Franklin, yeah. yeah. And, uh, I mean, they talk about if you go do these stress tests, that or these personality tests, whatever you want to call them, auditing, whatever it is, that... Uh, if they get like your name and stuff like that, they count you as a member. Is that what he was saying? Yeah, I don't it's something know. like that. Well, I'm gonna give a fake name. Me too. I'm not gonna. That's the other thing I'm I'm afraid of. I think I'm gonna like give a fucking fake name, and then all of a sudden 
I'm gonna fuck up and give my real name, Ooh. or I'm gonna forget my fake name. So like I've been like trying to like come up with a fake name. I don't have anything. What's your go on the spot? What's your fake name? Go Walter Mittens. <laughs> That's not even believable. Walter Mittens. You know, That's just Walter Mitty. It's a secret life. You just, no, you just I love. Turn. I like that movie. That's a very underrated movie. Hey, that's kind of like our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> just like living life. You know? All right. Um, it all comes full circle. So before, before we cut away to us <laughs> going to do these events, um, in terms of the Scientology one, are you going to, they're going to ask you a lot of questions mm-hmm. and they're going to add like, are you going to be truthful with them? Oh, uh, I'm going to try not to be. You're going to, so you're going to lie. Well, yeah, I'm going to try to do like, yeah, I'm not going to be truthful. I mean, well, like, I mean, so I they're, but like, they, they, I was looking it up. They ask you things like, uh. They ask, like, it's, and I, I read this online, it was a Vice article, and it talked about, they ask you things that are, like, really vague, like, do you find yourself whistling to yourself sometimes? Oh, that's weird. And then they go to, like, do you ever find your body having, like, uncontrollable, like, twitches and, like, muscle twitches and things like that? Oh. And it, yeah, it's, so it's questions like that. It's not, like, what so, was your family like? Yeah, not, like, what's your it's deepest, yes, it's a lot of yes or no. fear? Because so, I, yeah. I wanted to, like, lead them on with, like, oh, like, I'm in love with my sister. Like, I don't have a sister, obviously, but... Um, I think it'd just be funny to like see their reaction to that and like, yeah. like but I mean, if they're kind of like, I guess they're, they're reading you instead of asking for like straight up answers. Right. Yeah. But I don't know what it is, but we're going to find out. Yeah, I guess so. Cause I haven't done that. Done what? Done Scientology. Yeah. Either of these things. I've, I've heard of some people doing it. I've heard different experiences. So, yeah. uh, I just want to see, like, I'm. You know, you kind of picture them. David said he saw a couple of them on the corner, like in red shirts, just like being like, "Hey, how's it going?" Like, join Scientology, and I was like, "They were very peppy." Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting more of like a an ominous, like culty vibe. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. not like hooded or anything like that, but like, you know, like a thousand, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Gr- Gregorian chants. Oh god! But like, um, you know, like more of like a thousand yard stare kind of thing, where there's like, like. Hey, would you like to join? Like, yeah, that like, like there's something off with them. But I mean, there's a lot of actors who are Scientologists, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll let you guys know how uh, our uh, escape room, which I'm really not excited for, uh, and Scientology, which I think will be really interesting, goes. Yeah, I guess uh, we'll be back momentarily. All right. <laughs> So we're we'll we'll preface this by saying um, uh, it is now August thirty first. Yeah. Last night we went and did the uh, the escape room, and then we have just gotten back from the Church of Scientology. We we went to the Church of Scientology. I think it's like one of the, if not their main center, it's on Sunset. Um, you, you everybody's seen pictures of it. It's like the big purple, blue. Yeah. Whatever color it is. Um, let's just start off like... We're going to start with Scientology because we're fresh. Yeah. We're fresh from that experience. And the whole way back, we forced ourselves not to talk about it so we could talk about it on here. And it was so hard. It was so difficult. Oh my god. god. Okay. 
I want you to I, I want you to bring something up right now is because when you were in the car you said it was like everything I was afraid it was gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by that? Um like I told them way more than I thought I would going to not like brainwashed, but like I like kinda like didn't care and like I almost like just I didn't like fabricate anything like I thought I was. And it wasn't like really personal stuff. Yeah. But I would just tell him like, Oh, he's like so like and she just like she wasn't, like, persuading me. It was more like I had the power to say no or yes, but I was just like, who cares? Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck, why'd I do that? Yeah. But it was just, like, stuff like, oh, something about, like, you're, when you were young, a divorce. I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I'll be like, oh, I could have just been like, nah. Yeah. I'm like, damn it. Like, why? But, well, like, like. Yeah. Let's start. Let's let's talk about the experience. So. Okay, when, when we first walked in. Well, let's say we, we drove up. And I was surprised by how many people were walking around the building uh-huh. because like, it's just weird for me. And I don't want to be, I, I never want to be like rude to somebody who is a Scientologist and I don't want anybody to listen to this and think like I'm talking down on it in some way. I've just seen so many documentaries and so many like articles and pieces like that, that seeing actual Scientologists in the flesh and interacting with them was so odd for me. It was, it was, it was like a, I was expecting s- it surprisingly. Okay. I, like. I don't, I can't speak to all of them, but like they're surprisingly like more way more normal than I thought they would ever be. A hundred percent. And I was like, that was a really weird to me. I was like, when are you gonna fucking take off your face? The like, receptionist the receptionist the talents. first person yeah. The first person we talked to was the receptionist and she was a little odd to me. Like it just seemed a little odd. I was like, Okay, this is weird. Like, yeah, she did. She this, gave up a little weird vibe. And I was like, This is how it's gonna be and the woman that brought us back was a little odd. Mm-hmm. But then some, so what they have you do is you take a personality test, which is 200 different questions. I got to say this first. Okay. Okay. When we walked in, holy shit. You walk in, it looks like a fucking Disney store. But if a Disney store only sold one fucking book with the same cover. Dianetics. Yeah. And everyone has a volcano on it. Because if you don't know anything about Scientology... Just to sum it up really quick, they believe that a alien named Xenu or something like that. I flew- that's not what that they told me when I was there. Okay, well they told me that's fake. I'm not kidding. Okay, We're let me just, okay, let, let me say this really quick. They 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 believe that uh, there's a, a alien named Xenu flew over Hawaii in what they seem to be you know B fifty two bombers or whatever and dropped alien corpses or like. frozen aliens I don't fucking know they dropped them into a volcano and then they exploded and basically these things called thetans got released and then they went into all of our bodies and stuff like that which is a loose interpretation we're not like nailing down yeah exactly This, this is not like take it to the bank but like do your own research but that's like loosely what very we, it's what we've heard it's like yeah. you know the South Park episode articles going clear things like that but so let's just start with what they had us do is they had us do a personality test and Tobin and I have our tests here. Oh, yeah. They give them to you and it's a 200, it's a two, it's a fill in the blank. It's like if you've ever applied for a job and they have you do like, you know, a personality type thing, but this thing's 200 questions and it had some of it, I mean, most of it was normal, but it had some of the oddest questions I've ever seen. Yeah. For sure. And one of them was, uh, we'll, this, we'll compare ours in a bit, but one of, one of, the first one that took me back was like, do you ever find yourself reading, uh, like train dialogues and like maps and that was like time? the sixth question. Yeah, and that it's was like, weird. Do you ever, 
find yourself reading those for fun. Reading the dictionary for fun. Yeah, and it's like... And train maps, or like, what? Yeah. That what? one was weird. The next one, the one that really stood out to me was like, do you think that there should be like a color bar or a class barrier? That was weird. And I read that and I laughed out loud, and Tobin, you noticed when I laughed, because yeah. I was like, this is weird. A lot, yeah, that was very weird. And I don't even know what a color bar really means. I don't either. There's a lot of words on that. I was that like, I didn't, I didn't know how to answer that because I didn't want to seem racist. Like when I answered that, so I just put like I put like right in the middle. I was like, I don't, like I honestly don't know. Yeah. I'm like neutral on that because I don't know if, if I answer yes or no if that's gonna make me racist. But the the two that I thought were crazy were um, <clears throat> the one where it said, if you were to like infiltrate a country <laughs> and like establish a government or something like that, would you feel what was it? Would you feel empathy yeah, for, for the, the conscientious objectors? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what? That was so weird. Yeah, it was pretty aggressive. And then my favorite one was, do you ever like get a feeling that makes your teeth? What, what was it? Did you read that one? Yeah, the, it was. It there was words in it. It was teeth? like it was expressions that I had never that I had never heard before that they were using like it was common day. Sayings. It does something to your teeth or something. Oh know. my god! I wish we could look it up. But I mean, how we probably can? Yeah. But. How the format of the test was is you either mark like a plus for this happens to me all the time, middle for like not much, like you know it's you know in the middle, and then a minus for uh, never happens to me, and you fill out the two hundred questions like that, and they give you this really interesting. <clears throat> Look, it's not interesting, really, but it's an interesting bar graph. It's called the Oxford Capacity Analysis. Yeah, and well, so they don't give this to us until after they had us take an IQ test, which took 30 minutes. It was just a standard IQ test. I don't know the validity of it because I was at the Church of Scientology. Um, And then they have you do another test, which is like, it took me a minute and 30 seconds. I don't know what it was or what it did, but they put that all together and they compile it and they give you... I mean, graph. how would you describe? How would you describe? It's the graph? a it's a graph with like, like twelve different sections, uh, co- like composed of like, uh, depressed, nervous, inactive, inhibited, irresponsible, critical, lack of accord, stuff like that. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum of those things, you can be like stable, happy, composed. You have certainty. You're active, aggressive. Like. Yeah, it's 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 like a opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. And then this thing goes up and down like a like a mountain. You know, it, it has peaks and valleys and stuff like that. And the thing that I like when I first saw this, I was like, oh my god, like that. That's what kind of freaked me out. Like shit, like they kind of figured me out a little bit. It's well, you want you want to compare ours right now? With the IQs or the not not the IQs. Let's I mean IQs, let's I mean it'd be interesting because I haven't seen Tobin's graph yet and he hasn't seen mine. Oh wow! So let's see how yours is. Wow, they're totally different. I have like you're very nervous. That's that's what I thought. Okay, that's what I thought was really funny because I was like because that's that's probably my big. I have like anxiety, so that's when I saw that I was like shit. But I was like wait, I filled this out. I told them this. Like yeah, they didn't figure me out. They just put it in a computer program. They've been like. Oh, you answered the four questions about anxiety. All yes. You so know? it's it's really hard to describe these graphs. I suggest like if you guys are interested in this, definitely go online and look at because in the room where we were taking it, they said like they did an example of a negative graph like before Scientology, and then they had a graph of like what you're supposed to be. And basically, like a negative graph is something that's all over the map, like more so like lower too, like at the bottom end of the spectrum. And then a good one is, like, up towards all those positive words that I was saying. Let me just say this. 
every single category, even the one I peaked. My highest peaking one is active and IQ. IQ. But like active and even on active, she said I could be higher. So it doesn't matter what the fuck you get. Like they're going to tell you that Scientology or Dianetics can make you better. Yeah, because mine, I mean, mine's pretty straightforward. The one thing that's really interesting for me is my lowest is the section that says happy or depressed. Uh, so, oh, but yeah, so you're down there too. I'm depressed. Yeah. Apparently, I'm really depressed. Tobin's more depressed than me. I guess. Um, but it was really interesting because what they, what they did is uh, they kind of kept trying to bring it back to something that happened in your past. And I think that's the whole thing yeah. about Scientology is that when you're holding the E-meter and you're doing different things like that, they try to focus on past memories and take away the emotion from them. <laughs> you, know, you know what I kept doing? I felt bad for the lady. She's like, oh, somebody's somebody disappointed you. <laughs> and I'm like, no. But like, she's like, in your past? And I'm like, really searching. And I don't want to go, no, you're wrong. Because then I got to sit there and talk with her 24 minutes. So I agreed with everything she said. Like, I really acted it up. Yeah. I was like, that's why they took David and they like yeah. took, they took him. They separated us, and they after these tests, which was scores, a great tactic because they could. They, we came in as friends. I will say we both use fake names. Oh, um, God. we have two really great friends, Sam Skolnick <laughs> and Craig Horlbeck, <laughs> and uh, we uh, they have a great podcast to them uh, themselves. What's it? It's unpaid called? programming. Unpaid programming. Everybody check it out. But it's, it's um, good. We decided to. I was I was Dan Skolnick. That and, was my alias, and I was. Toby Horlbeck, and and I went with Toby just because I know my last name's Tobin, but I went with Toby because I was afraid David was gonna say Tobin during it, and I wanted to be able to save myself and if they tried to catch us. Or yeah, something. but anyway, so we went in as friends and told them that like we were together, and they let us take the test together. But the second that we got our results back, they like took us to opposite. End. They took Tobin to a little cubicle, and they took me to a separate room. Mm-hmm. And my lady, I like, I was just, I was straight up with her. Like, I wasn't really acting. She kept trying to ask, yeah. like, what, what happened? Like, something happened to you that's making your levels low and stuff like this. And I was just kind of saying, like, I'm happy. I'm feeling really good. And she's like, no, you're clearly depressed. And I wanted to be like, just because you're fucking Tess. See, you did the opposite. Said yeah. I was depressed. But I didn't, I wasn't rude. But I was just, I was, I was very yeah. straightforward. I was like, I basically was like, you know. Not doing it, so she ended my session quicker. Yeah, she like kind of just let. What me did go. she say to you when there when she was like walking? You said she told you something about aliens. Oh God, no, that was a different woman. Uh, well, no, okay, so this is what's really interesting. She asked me, "Do you have any questions?" So I was talking to her like different things. You like, asked her about the aliens. So yeah, because <laughs> she she talked to me. She's like. Well, you know, people have a lot of perception about stuff. Like, we're kind of a... Like, I would say we're, like, we're a religion. I'm like, well, why do you say she it like that? She said we're kind of a religion. No, she said, like, we're a religion. She's like, I'm not sure. <laughs> Fuck like, it, we're a religion. We're a religion, but, you know, we're not like other religions. I'm like, well, why do you say it like that? She went on the whole thing. I'm like, okay. She's like, we don't pray to L. Ron Hubbard. There's not aliens in the basement. And I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I tried not to laugh when they said those things, but then I asked, like, uh, you know, what about the whole, like, the Xenu and, like, that whole thing? And... She laughed and she said, and then her face, she said, and then she peeled her face back and fucking ate you. Exactly. Yeah, that's um, what I was expecting next. But she said, uh, all of that is made up. 
And what's really interesting is me is I'm pretty sure the only people that hear those stories are when you like go clear and you pay all that money and you like hear the real truth of Scientology. Mm. That's what like the real truth is. So I'm wondering if these people really believe that like that's not part of it yet. And like they're just like, oh, this is all so silly. That's not what Scientology is about. And I was asking her, I'm like, well, you know, like it's a religion, like and she, like how would it help? Or like blah blah blah. And I bring up the money aspect. I say like, you know, well, how much? You did some cost? like investigative journalism, huh? I was trying. Um, I'll just see how deep I can get. <laughs> I, I I'm a member now. No, <laughs> no, but uh, um, I, I honestly, she wanted to show me uh, a video. I didn't tell you that. I watched the video. No, no, no. The oh, fifteen minute. Oh, well, she's like, oh, I need to introduce you to Dianetics, and I'm like, oh, is, this, is this a video? And this is like after fucking two and a half hours. Yeah, let's say Tobin and I were there for three hours. Yeah, we. I thought this was gonna take forty five minutes. Me too. We were gonna come home and do this podcast. It took three hours. <sighs> but she goes, so you want to watch? You have to introduce you to Dianetics. And I go, how is the video? She goes, yeah. How long is it? Fifty. She had an accent. She's like, 50 minutes. I was like, 50 minutes? And she's like, 15. And I was like, oh, I'm like, oh, man. I looked at my watch. I'm like, oh, it's, yeah. it's almost nine. I got to get somewhere at nine. Well, that's what what's great about the whole time thing God. is, uh, if anything, these people are great salesmen and women. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because they kept Tobin and I separated. They could tell I was really skeptical. And after I asked all these questions and she was saying, like, oh, that stuff's fake. And she what was great is the woman who took me aside told me, you can take classes. I'm like, well, they're expensive, right? She's like, it's only 50 bucks for like 20 hours of classes. Like trying to tell me it's not a lot of money. Well, I don't think maybe the first class is much money. But wait, so that's, that's just classes. And then I, she took me and I was like, okay, well like, and I'm looking at, I'm looking at Tobin and you looked, you must've been acting really well because you looked so invested. Did you see that? I, I literally was selling the shit out of, like I, I flipped them. I flipped them off. I mean, I flipped them off. What the fuck was that? I flipped it like on his head because when they were like talking to me, like, they thought they were, like, selling me, but I was, like, selling them on selling me. And I was just like, I was just like, mm, yeah, you're really getting me. And then... I was I was genuine. Okay, so I was a little worried I just t- I'm just too nice, even yeah. though, like... But that's why I was a little worried for you. So she, so she told me all that different stuff. She took me into a different room, and she's like, why don't you just watch a video about L. Ron Hubbard while you wait? And it's just this fucking... This ridiculous video about L. Ron Hubbard <clears throat> and how amazing he is. Um, and I just, I, I got like halfway through it and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, what am I doing here? They just have me where they want me. I paused the video. I left the room. It's like this whole like self-guided tour center. Mm-hmm. I left the room. All these people, everyone was just, no one was in the hallway around the room when we got there. Yeah. And then the, since Tobin and I got there, a bunch of people started coming you in the room. You that? Yeah. The room was empty when we got in and then people came in and like started working and there was people in the hallway and they were all kind of near, which I don't know if that was just coincidence, but like. When I walked to go get you, people were like, hi, how are you? Like, are you okay? Like, trying to distract me, kind of. Yeah, they were trying and to I, stop you. I noticed that. And then I, I got in, and I looked at you, and you're just looking, I'm like, oh, he's still in there. And, she, and another woman, who I hadn't seen before, my other woman was gone, mm-hmm. grabbed me, and she was she was from England, and she grabbed me, and she's like, oh, like, come with me. Like, I'll show you a video. Is that the one that she, and then she got down on a knee and was, like, talking to you? I, I saw you out of my peripheral. She walked you into that room, and then oh. you were, like, talking to her. Oh, she's kind of no, crashed yeah. down. Yeah. And I was like... I was like, oh shit, like, they got David. <laughs> and I, I like how we were both thinking that they got the it was, other one. It was so funny because I was like, I was watching you trying to, like, save me from it. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's, so that's what happened. Oh, I went and I, I, get, I get told to watch another video, and they're like, I'm like, well, I, we, got, we got somewhere to be. Do you know how much longer he's gonna be? And they were like, oh, about two minutes. 
just here, watch this video and be fine. I'm like, okay, like, how long is so the video? so fucked up. They and thought I was goes, brainwashed. Yeah. And, and they, they were just, like, trying to get you out of there. I could see them being like, he's going to spend the night. You know what? We have a sleeping bag for him. Why don't you just go home? And then, but like, that's the thing. I she could see kept, them doing that. She kept upping the, she kept upping the time. And I was like, okay, well, how long? Like, I don't really want to, we got to go. And she's like, only about, uh, he's only going to be like five, six minutes. She just kept like blatantly upping the time on me. Until finally, like, I stopped watching the video. She sees me just, like, on my phone, just sitting there. And she starts talking to me about it. And this was the woman who was making jokes about, like, ooh, like, we don't have aliens in the basement. Like, but mm. I can't do a British... I can't, like, on the spot. Oh, hello. Hello, yeah. Oh, we don't have... Oh, no aliens in the aliens basement. Aliens in oh, the basement. Oh, and she was so sweet about it. Um, tea? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, we have tea down there. They offered us coffee and water we did not accept. Um, but I just want to... I want to finish this part of the story is, like... I, I then asked her and I'm like, I'm, she seemed, and this is the the worst part is that some of them seemed like cool. Like she was just like, she was very like calm with I me know. and she was like, Oh, she was like joking. She kind of made me laugh and I was still being very skeptical. And she says, uh, all this stuff about teaching. She was showing me how an e-meter works. Oh, you got and, to see an e-meter? Yeah. And I, uh. and I asked her, I'm like, so like, how does like auditing work? And then I get into it and she's like, Oh, it's like $250. Like it does all these different things. And then I, I could just see where all the prices start to like stack up yeah, and things like that. And I mean, there's a lot more to that, but basically I left after that. And I'm like, okay, I need to get my friend. And I went and I tapped Hoven on the shoulder and you're now in a different cubicle talking to yeah. either a different person. Well, cause I, cause I went from, she took me in <laughs> and she was like, basically like being a therapist. And then she's like, uh, I don't deal with sales. I don't deal with money. She's like, but you know what? Like, I'm going to bring you over gonna help you like i i felt like they thought i was a crazy person like we just fucking we solved you well i mean look at that i was capacity sa- no i was i was bud. i was se- yeah i was <laughs> i was selling them like hard i was just like i was like yeah no i think you're right i no, you're right and i was like telling them that i was, I was genuinely i was so worried for i you. know you were freaking the fuck out well uh, i, I wasn't have told you i was gonna out. do that but like well, i texted i texted him too when i was like sitting there alone because I was I was basically alone for like probably forty five. Oh minutes. yeah, he texted me, but I turned off my phone. Okay, okay. Here's what I need to talk about. When we first got in there, I was like pretty uncomfortable with like doing different names and shit like that. But then I started filling out the stuff, and I was like, oh wait, they're asking for phone number, email address, um, <clears throat> like if there's a real a- oh, dance address at aol dot com. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, like uh, they're asking for address. All I did was change the last like number to like all my stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember we got in and there was like another piece of paper with all that information and David fucking looks up and goes, I don't remember my, oh, I shouldn't whisper, but he goes, I don't remember my number. The fake number, I don't remember it. And I go, oh, fuck. And then I realized (laughs) that they have my number with the different digit in there. So I go, what if they try to do like the fucking creepy guy at the bar thing <laughs> where they where the girl gives him the number and they goes oh, i'm gonna call you right now and then the phone doesn't ring so I, what i did i took my phone out of my pocket and i turned it off and if they tried to call or like i'd be like oh you can't call me my phone's dead right now but like call me later you know that's what i was gonna try to do but he was texting me he's like we, we need to go we yeah need to i think i'm because i didn't i what, what i didn't know is if you were if you were doing this strictly for the podcast to like really get into <laughs> <laughs> or if you were like they got a me. little interested. So that's mm. I, I just texted you and I was like, if you're ready to bounce, like I'm ready. 
Yeah, no, I was. I wanted to get out of there, but I'm. That's why I think that's why I was so scared of that situation. Is because I'm very like you know when salesmen come up to the door, I'm like way too nice, so they think they have a chance, and they're like, <laughs> and they'll just keep selling me, and then I just can't like be straightforward and be like, no, I, I'm not interested. That's how you got your first girlfriend, right? What? She's way too nice. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, what did the sales lady say to you? Because I didn't oh. get... I didn't, they just dropped she, me. They okay, they talk in fucking circles. Like, she just kept... like she, English wasn't her first language, and she was trying to tell me that, basically, how they don't believe in doctors, how pills are bad, how they don't work. She goes, she goes like this. Oh, my God, this is my favorite line. She goes, doctors don't even know how the pills work. And I'm like, yes, they fucking do. They went to medical school. Like, she goes, they... Uh, they they give you painkillers. They they give you painkillers if your stomach hurts. I'm like, no, they don't. What? <laughs> well, that's with the woman to me. I asked her. And then, wait, and then she goes, "You hear about that guy that broke his leg on the boat? Broke his leg. He's, he's he got the thing in his leg, and they had they had to cut his leg off. But then like, he used his mind, and his leg was okay. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm I'm sitting there. I'm like, mm, yeah, wow, that's wow. Oh my oh god! My goodness. See the woman I asked her I was because like, I heard they don't like therapists, so I asked the the English lady yeah. about that, and she starts talking about like how they don't like pills and they don't like things like that, mm-hmm. and then she starts talking about like uh, antidepressant antidepressants and like psychotic medication and things <clears throat> like that. Yeah. And her argument was just like, there's like you know there's serial killer, there's guy serial killer stabs somebody seventeen times with a knife. He was on antidepressants; they didn't work. You know, she uses one thing like that. Wow. And just like blanket statement runs over and it's like, you know, they must not work. You know, we, we don't do that here as this whole thing. But anyway, I really want to hear what, how they, what they tried to sell you on. Oh, basically they didn't tell me like a specific class to sell me on. They weren't like, you should do this class, but they were like, um, I, I kind of cut them off before I go, um, it's nine, blah, blah, blah. And they go, well, we got to show you this movie. And I go, I got to go. And they go, I go, can I come back for another appointment? Because, again, being too fucking nice. And I go, and she goes, yeah, yeah, we'll schedule an appointment. Uh, how about tomorrow? And I go, oh, I'm flying home tomorrow. Which I'm flying home on Friday. But yeah. she doesn't know that. And I go, and I'm not coming back till the 16th of September because I am going to Iceland. She goes, okay, 16th of September, 5 o'clock. We'll, we'll schedule an appointment. I'm like, okay. And she goes, but I really recommend you get Dianetics. You, you could read that over the break. Oh, I told her I didn't have any money. I go, I don't have any money. And she goes, uh, she goes, just the book then, $25. And I go, I'm really, I'm really broke right now. And she goes, I go, but when I go up there, my parents will give me money. And I'll come <laughs> back. And I was fucking lying. I'm like, dude, they cut me off like a while ago, you dude. You went into it so hot, so deep compared to me. I know. I think that's better. Like I got, I, I got, but like I got a way different side than you. Imagine if I was just like, no, that's funny, that's stupid, it doesn't work. Well, I didn't, I didn't do that, and I, I didn't know, tell but them like at all that, like I didn't believe them. I like, I engaged them, I asked them questions. I like, they, I, I think they could just tell that I was skeptical. And when they would ask me the stuff about like your past, like your things, I was just like, and they're just like, you know, oh, their whole thing. So my, my, uh, my certainty level is very high, and for them, it's since it's so high what they think I'm doing is that like I put on a facade that like to the world I seem very very like happy and fine and like 
all these different kind of things. See, we don't, yeah. But, like, deep down, I have said, and this is the worst part, is that, you know how you said, like, that you feel like they pinpointed you? Mm-hmm. With the whole, like, facade thing, they, uh, they said, like, oh, it seems like it's fine, but I know there's something in you that's, like, not very good. And I do, I don't tell a lot of people this. I have, like, and, you know, people say, like, oh, I have, like, OCD, like, things like that. But I have, like, OCD issues that, like, I've dealt with that are, like, pretty tough, like, used to be pretty tough to deal with that. I dealt with and I like, you know, I read some books about and did stuff like that, but has always been like an underlying factor. But that's the thing. That no one knows about. Didn't that freak you out? A little bit. And but, that's why. But I, no, oh. but here's the thing. You filled this out. Yeah. That's how, why, how, yeah. But that's why I'm saying like, like you filled it out. And of course, like they're not fucking idiots. They could write a question and just be like, this is connected to certainty. You know yeah. what I mean? Or something like that. So like you gave them all the answers. They didn't find out shit. Yeah. That's why I was like, I, I got freaked out. I was like, oh my God. Like, yeah, like I am very nervous. Like I'm anxious. And I was like, wait, I told them that. Like, why am I pretending like that? That's how they dupe people. They're great salesmen. They are. But They're why do great. they all wear fucking flight attendant shit? Yeah, it's weird. Oh, There's no, one guy they came were in liter- a pilot's uniform. Yeah, they were literally wearing pilot stuff because I think something about the the planes or something, yeah. dropping aliens in there. But okay, right before we, right after we did the test, I go, can I go to the bathroom? I go, do you know the restroom? I was is? so nervous when you said that. You left me alone in there. I know, but I actually had to go to the bathroom. And I was like, plus, I kind of want to do like my, uh, my like, investigative journalism. Yeah, like my stranger things, like, uh, what's his name? Sneak into like the government facility. Like, uh, the cop? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no more spoilers, I guess. But um, so I go and I'm walking down the hallway. Everything's white in there, by the way. Everything. It's like it's like a fucking seized candy on crack. Like, it's crazy. It's huge. It's gigantic. The, the facility. Owning that much it looks land like, in LA. It looks like a hotel, and there's like a yeah. bookstore, and you. it's so weird, because like, you walk by the bookstore, and it, every book is the same exact cover of a volcano, and it looks like a Lord of the Rings poster. There's like rings on books, and like volcanoes, and I'm like, this is so weird. Yeah. And uh, I, I get halfway to the bathroom, it's like a really long hallway, and this like girl stops me, and she's like, can I help you? And I was like, uh, like I definitely wasn't feeling I was like, yeah, I'm looking for the restroom. She's like, Oh, right down there to the right. And as I walked by all these booths and like like uh they look like little checkout counters almost yeah. in like bookstores, everybody's head like looked up at me like Stepford wife. No. Yeah. Yeah. As I walked by and I was like, Oh, this is like weird and then I was like trying to remember what was like written on the door. They had a door that was just uh, a coat closet. It said coat closet on it. I was like, That's weird. Who has a coat closet? Oh. And then there's another well, I Places mean, have coat closets. That's fucking weird though. It like they're all wearing pilot uniforms. Yeah. No one's wearing a coat. <laughs> and um, and then the at the very end, they just wanted to say, the hat. Uh, the room said Shredder Room. Mm. I was like, that's weird. That's their gym. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> they just watch Ninja Turtles in there all day. But no, I just thought it was I'm like either they're like fucking. That's like they lock themselves in the Shredder Room when like the FBI shows up and like they're shredding everything. But obviously they're not kind of incriminating stuff on the doors where everybody can see them. But I just yeah. thought it was weird. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was a really interesting experience for me. It 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 was very similar to the the next thing that we're going to talk about with the escape room, of like getting there and the initial interaction with people there and like first getting into the experience. I was like, I was very nervous. Mm-hmm. But the longer I was there, the more I kind of saw through it. Yeah, you know what I mean. The so very, they're yeah. very similar in that sense. Actually. Yeah. So the more the more I kind of saw what, you know, was just so 
funny about it to me, and I, I guess, you know, maybe that's part of my certainty levels. Thank you, Oxford Capacity Analysis. But I feel like I find humor, like, when, you can, when I can find humor and stuff that, like, used to scare me, it's, like, no longer... Yeah, like anything like that, you know, it, all the all the fear around it just kind of goes away. And it, for me, it just got to the point that I kept looking at my watch and I was like, it's nine a fucking clock. And I've been here for three hours. That's crazy. And I was just that trying is. to do this for a podcast. Like, I want to get out of here. Yeah, me too. What's really surprising to me is that that place closes at nine. These people are paid working there. I'm pretty sure. What place have you ever been where you're saying like, well, it's nine, I should get out of here, and they're like, oh no, please look at some more clothes. Like, yeah, I mean, they were they weren't they would have stayed there with you. <laughs> Didn't for they get a commission? <laughs> Maybe for, for, for a twenty five dollar for bringing a person in. It was there was no one. I mean, Tobin and I made a joke when we got there about like, oh, should we made a made an appointment? Like, I don't know how this works. And then we thought to ourselves, I was like, who? I'm like, Scientology. Scientology isn't turning anyone away. They're no, not like, there's not a line at the door anymore. We've heard some, and I don't know. If we this were the is true. only people in there who weren't dressed like pilots. Yeah, we were the only. Let's just call ourselves civilians, and that's why people kept poking when we were taking the test. This was so. This was the creepy thing to me is people kept poking their heads in and like looking at us. People would come in, pretend to do something on the computer. Like, this like one hey, guy, where are you from? Yeah, made a little conversation with us. Left, never came back. People would like. And people just kept leaning okay. their heads in and looking at us. Were you were you trying to talk to me during the test, or were you reading them out loud? Like this, the I was question. trying. To, I, I because, think I was trying to talk to you a little bit. Yeah, I didn't want to fucking respond to you because I was I was pretty nervous that they had like mics somewhere. Oh. I was like, you fucking. I'm like, what are you? I'm like, don't talk to like. And then you'd like laugh, and I was like, Dan, don't. <laughs> I was like, don't do this, because like, why did you see the one guy who came up behind you and kept checking how far along you were? No. Oh yeah. What the fuck? He's the portly gentleman in the pilot's uniform. I wasn't. Even, oh, that's <laughs> half of them. Okay. <laughs> he um, came in, and it was this guy, and he'd come in, and he'd like lean over your shoulder, and he'd come back, and he'd walk away. That's weird. Yeah. I was like zoned in on the test. Like I just wanted to get this over with. Like 200 questions. You it was kinda... 200 questions. Then we did a 30 minute IQ test, and then we did another. Like it was a while. Yeah, it was crazy. Okay, should we? Do, yeah. I overall, mean, final, final thoughts. Yeah, I mean, this yeah. was so. I, how about you take this because the first part because this was this was your fear around. Yeah. Um, final thoughts. It's definitely creepy. Like there's, it's not creepy in the sense of like they're gonna kill you. They're gonna. It, it's it's like door to door salesman creepy where you're creeped out because you know that they don't really. They don't really care about you, but they like they're pretending to care about you way more than anybody else has ever like that's how they get people. They get people yeah. when they're down and out and they're like, We're your friends and like but they really it's like a business. So it's it's creepy in that sense where they're just like they're empathizing with you and they want you to tell them everything about your life and then they're like, Yeah, yeah and then they're like, But we need money first and you're just like, Ugh just like so much shadiness. It just yeah. like it really, it really irks me. I don't like it. Yeah. What's What's interesting about that is how you said like they run it like a business. The creepy thing for me and seeing those people and different things like that. I think they truly believe. Like they, I, I know they truly believe what they're doing. Like those people that the salesmen mm-hmm. have have been sold themselves. It's like this big. It is, it is like this big pyramid scheme where it's like. Nah. They believe what they're doing is right, and they're paying the same money that they you're don't even be know paying. it's a business anymore. Yeah, they're paying money that they're trying to get you to pay the same money. Like it was 
overall, I, I think... And, I, I, and again, I was very alarmed by how normal the people that I interacted with seemed. Yeah, there was, like, some girls in there. was, like, some dudes and there. was like... They were laughing. One of them was like, on Snapchat at one point. Yeah, and there was, like, oh, yeah, like, that's my girlfriend. And I was, like, are they allowed to have girlfriends? That <laughs> 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 actually crossed my mind. I was, like, oh, what the fuck? Wow. And then, like, I was thinking of, like, is there a boyfriend or girlfriend, like, a Scientologist? And, like, I don't know. I, did, I built... I obviously... I wasn't at like okay. Let's just say this: I built I built it up a lot, and at the end of the day, it wasn't what I thought, but it still was. Yeah, what I thought. <laughs> that makes that sounds really dumb, but no, it, it makes total sense. It was just a, it was a different kind of creepy. Yeah, exactly. They weren't hooded, but like yeah. they were still like shysty, and I don't like that. Yeah. Okay, let's so jump to the next one. Let's jump to the next one. So last night, and this would have been. I, I mean, we, this is our first podcast. We regret not recording immediately after our experience there because, like I said, how mm-hmm. I, uh, once I find humor in a situation, the, uh, the fear around it just disappears. So I hate being scared. I hate haunted houses. I hate all that kind of stuff, like I said earlier. And we get to this place, and they make you sign a waiver. Mm-hmm. They make you do all this different kind of stuff. And I was a little spooked. And you have to be with other like team members yeah okay i'm not we're not gonna say the name of this place just so we don't spoil anything and we're gonna keep or the location or or location we're gonna keep minimum details out only details that like you could read on their website right now because what we want to do is like i'm not gonna lie it was very fun and if i went with only a group of my friends it would have been a lot more fun but it was hilarious because of who we got paired up with the first two people we met okay so the adult superstore next door yeah oh one dude of them... you can't say that oh yeah well it's out there now <laughs> okay anyway it doesn't really matter that much but yeah. but we it was me david and then my roommate kyle and we went up there's three of us and we met this nice couple from belgium and they're on their honeymoon from belgium and they're just visiting california and stuff like that and then these three dudes, and we re- we really got close with like the married couple. They're really cool and stuff. And then these three dudes come out of like this car, and they're like nerdy, a little. Let's just say socially, like you could tell off the bat that they didn't have like the best people skills. And we're not saying that we do, but it was just like you know, it was they they probably own fedoras. Yeah, that's not saying good, anything good or bad. It's just a statement. You you can use your imagination now. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, we got in there and they, they give us the whole breakdown of everything, like, uh, what the rules are, what the premise, they give you the premise of the story, like the story that Mm. you're in this, I think we can say you're in a, you're in a, like, let's just say a serial killer has trapped you. Yeah. And you have to escape from that serial killer in a room. I'm, everyone's going to know what this is. (laughs) I mean. It's not that big of a deal. It's not. We're not, I mean, I think we can talk about it. We're not going to give away any clues. We're not going to give away any tips. Yeah, we're really not. We, we got into this and they put you in and they put you in, this is the part where I got a little scared is they put you, they make you put these hoods on Yeah. and you go into a dark room and you're in this place where you can't see. And the person that leads you into that room, you can see is like a very tall person with a mask. Mm -hmm. And that spooked me a little bit. And I know it's just a guy. But, but, like, I when you put a like bag that. over your head and walk into a room, like, of course, yeah, and, like, you know, we start off, like, in this giant cage that we have to I'm get I'm not going to lie, you were right in front of me, and I, I didn't take my hand off of your shoulder, really? because I wanted to make sure that I was still around everybody. <laughs> and I was, like, trying to make jokes just to make, like, the, because the girl was really scared, the guy's, yeah. the guy's wife. And me. And David was pretty scared, so I was, like, trying to make jokes, lighten it up, that we start and whatnot, 
And uh, we're running around, and these three guys, like, the first thing I do, I go, okay, everybody, you find a clue. I started trying to, like, pull rank. Yeah, because it's all timed. You have you have a certain amount of time to get out of this room. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, we had, like, 45 minutes. And I go, okay, guys, if we find any clues, put them on the table over here. And all of a sudden, one of the fucking guys comes up to me, one of the fedoras, walks up to me, and he goes, hey, hey. And he pulls me aside, and he goes, man, I've done this room before. And like I'm like, oh god, here we go. And he goes, done this three times, never escaped. Okay, so so first of all, why is that convincing? Yeah, I'm like I'm like okay, cool. So I shouldn't listen to you. I don't get this. And he goes, so like I know what I'm doing. Like and I'm like okay. So he kind of like anything I say now, he's just gonna try to trump me. So I was like okay, whatever. So we're like tearing apart. There's like a lot of puzzles, and there's this part where we get there's like numerous keys, numerous safes, and we're trying these keys. And I'm trying this key, like, everyone's trying different keys and shit like that, and then all of a sudden, like, it's time's going by and we can't get any of the locks open, and then the lady decides to come help us. Or- so they had, they, yeah, they, they could give you tips in the form of, like, another stranger that's locked in the house is, like, shouting to yeah, us. Yeah, they'll yell, help, help, and then, like, you'll kind of pay attention to them, like, through, like, a vent, they be like, help, help, you gotta use the key by the, uh, in the, for the cabinet. Yeah. And it's you're like, like, it's like in a video game where there's like a little tip from a character. Yeah. And we're like, oh, okay, cool. So I go, give me the key, give me the key. So I get the key and I run over there and I start messing with it. And then I look down at the key and it's fucking like broken. And let's talk that Fedora had been using that key vigorously. Yeah. Pretty vigorously. He was like, like doing it pretty hard. And I go, the key's broken. I think the key's broken because it goes down to like a really fine point. Like, and I'm like, the interaction with you and her in that moment where it's like she's still trying to be scared, but it's like, you gotta try it in a different way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's coming. Yeah, like, yeah. She, like, she was trying to give as much exposition as she could, but that would <laughs> would stay in character. She's like, maybe you're using it wrong, and like, she's just like, so I'm going up. Oh, nope, it looks pretty broken, and um. And then when she said using it a different way, I remember I took the key and I was like trying to like <laughs> shove it in the side of the, I was like, what do you mean different way? So I was like trying to like, you know, like when people stick credit Thinking cards, outside the yeah, when people stick credit cards and doors to open them, I was like doing oh that and God. like, this is, I feel like an idiot right now. Yeah. But here's the best part. Oh my God, this made me laugh. Well, I will. Okay. Before you get into that, <laughs> I will say the room is dressed like a serial killer's place. It's very creepy. There's like all these different things and like, you know. If there's like, a, let's just say like there's a trap door or something, I'm not going to be the guy that goes down that path because mm-hmm. I don't want to be spooked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm like enjoying myself. I'm having fun. The fact that the fedoras are like running around and like yelling at everybody. And like the second I'm trying to do a code, they'll like push me out of the way and be like, let me try. And I'm like, okay. Took me out of it. Yeah. But then this happened. This happened. So she, I think she realized that like we were really struggling with this key so, I kind of knew this was going to happen. Cause My I did, back was turned. And um, she, one of the people that worked there comes running in wearing a hooded cloak. Not running in. They were like crouching low and oh, like moving yeah. slow like yeah, towards like me. Like Gollum style. And they had a white mask on and a hooded cloak. And all of a sudden, I turn around and I see the person on the floor doing that. And somebody goes, like the girl goes... Oh my god! And David turns around and goes, Oh, don't touch me! And like runs. 
He runs. <laughs> he runs across the room. It was not that vigorous. Like, it was, oh, oh no! Don't touch me. <laughs> and yes, it was something like that. I just remember laughing really hard, oh, and man. I ran up to him, and they. I gave him the key, and they realized it was broken. And they like, opened it for us, but we lost quite a bit of time. Well, they opened a separate door that, like, led to another door. and Yeah. I mean, one thing led to another. There was just great experiences with those guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can we talk about the toilet? Yeah. Did you tell you talk about Okay, so we run in, and uh, <laughs> there's, like, this bathroom in the way back. And we're like, oh, shit, it's, like, dark in there. And, like, I guess, right, I busted in, like... My roommate Kyle was in there, and when the the main fedora guy was in there, and then we go in there, and there's a fucking. They tell you this on the website, and right before you go in, they go, "You might experience other people in there." And we're like, "What, what does that mean?" They're like, "Other actors," and we're like, "Oh, they're like, you can't touch them, but they can touch you, and not they- in a sexual way." And I was like, "What the fuck? That's weird." But we, I bust in there, and there's a guy chained like to the wall, like the pipes, <laughs> and he has like a black eye. And they're unchaining him, and Fedora's looking at him, and he's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And then, like, the guy's like, uh, 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 He like, can't talk. He he's can't like... talk. So he's, like, nodding, and he goes, okay. And then he runs over to the toilet that looks like it's filled with, like, shit. Literal, like, shit. Like, oatmeal shit. And... No <laughs> hesitation. No hesitation. Just shoves his hand directly in the shit, like, in the toilet. And he just, like, reaches his hand, in, and all of a sudden he pulls out, like, a condom. <laughs> With a flashlight in it. And he's like, yes! And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> he's like, here! <laughs> that was like so disturbing. And he washes it. And he's like, here, hold this. And I'm like, okay. And then... So, and then... The he, here's the best part. So we're like, there's like a narrow hallway leading in there. And all of a sudden, like, he gets the guy, the chain guy off. And then, like, he wants to get him out to the main area. And like, me and this girl and this guy were standing in there. And he goes... He goes... You guys need to move! I need to get him out of here! Like, about the fucking actor guy. Like, he's trying to play, like, a like fire... Like, if he's, a, like, on the verge of death. Yeah, like, like he, he needs air! Yeah, exactly. And it was so funny. Oh, God. It was, just, it was a great experience overall, though. It was really fun. But um, we... We did die. Yeah. We didn't we didn't make it out. Um, we were... They said we were about 70% of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll, I'll take pride in that, considering we had a broken key. Yeah. Um, and like I said, it was, I mean, it was the kind of thing where I was only a little afraid in the beginning and then also when that person came out. But other than that, the whole like facade of it being scary was taken away by these guys. Yeah. I will say I wouldn't have wanted to do that alone if I had never done it before and I didn't know what was going to pop out of where. Like if I was opening things and like mm-hmm. looking in places, I would not have been happy in there. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad I did it. It was really fun. The worst part about it for me is uh, we did it. We got out. Like we got home. Um, I I don't live. I, I live with a, my roommate, Mike, and I got home and he was here and I was telling him a little bit about it. I get in bed. Um, I'm getting ready to go to sleep and you know that like moment like right before you fall asleep and you're feeling really comfy and different things I hear a knock on my door and Mike says like hey are you, are you sleeping like are you sleeping like I'm like oh god no like, can you help me with something I'm thinking like okay I gotta help move something <laughs> and uh, I get up I get dressed and I turn on my light and it's this whole process and I open my door <laughs> and I'm staring like and 
I don't know how to describe it other than the fact that I'm staring like right at a person in full zombie makeup just standing there <laughs> staring at me and I yelled at the top of my lungs and like cocked my fist back and like shut the door and then I reopened the door and uh, Mike's girlfriend Maggie is a really great actress and she was just in I, she's a she's a working actress here in LA and she was in some zombie like show short film like something like that and the makeup artist for it is mm-hmm. the same makeup artist for Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, wow. So it was, like, real looking. So when I opened David, it, Yeah, David sent me a picture. It was, it was pretty legit. It scared the shit out of me. And, like, I did not get to sleep for a while. My heart was racing. Like, the like whole the, night was Like, that cool. was a chick who didn't make it out of the room. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. So yeah. I definitely got the most scared when I was home. But, um... All in all, I think the experience was fun. It was, you know, it's it can it. I didn't learn much from it other than people skills and team building is really important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, not a lot of that happened, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know. It was really fun. I, I I find myself not to be like scared of that kind of stuff, but like it's super fun. Like it's kind of like an, I'm like an adrenaline junkie when it comes to that, like being scared. So like I suspended a lot of belief and like. I got kind of nervous and scared when we were going in there with bags on our heads, and so it, it's it's a little scary at first, but it gets really yeah. it gets really fun when you're all going in and like problem solving. It's a big puzzle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it's awesome. It's yeah, a great time. Well, those were those were our uh, two new experiences. I'm really happy we did both of them. Mm-hmm. I think I learned uh, a lot. I think I learned the most from Scientology because we were there for a lot longer, and it was really interesting. <sighs> um, Tobin, you have a new experience that's coming up. When are you leaving? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm leaving September uh, 6th to go to Iceland for 10 days, actually. Um, and I've really never been out of the country. Yeah, I was about I, that. You haven't done that. I haven't done that. I've only been, like, the edge of Mexico when I was, like, six. We took a cruise down there. But other than that, yeah, I, I really haven't, so... I'm super excited for that. I'm going with my neighbor from back home, uh, Chase. He's really excited. Um, and, you know, 10 days. And, yeah, I don't know what to expect. I really don't. Yeah. I, I've had some friends who've gone there. They love it. They said it's beautiful. Um, and I've seen pictures, and I agree. That's why I'm just so excited. And uh, that might be one of the episodes coming up pretty yeah. soon. Something like that. We're gonna, we, we have a lot of ideas of uh, stuff we're going to do. Um, you know, if you want to rate this podcast, recommend it to your friends. We're just getting started. Uh, if you know us and have ideas, we can do a shameless Twitter plug. What's your What's your Twitter tone? I don't I don't go on Twitter. Okay. Oh shit! Uh, is it Standard Tobin at Twitter? At Twitter? At Twitter? Twitter dot org. I mean, how I think Gov? we're we're gonna try to put these out. I mean, it's tough right now because uh, Tobin's leaving for a trip, but I think we're definitely gonna try to put episodes out every two weeks yeah is what we're bi-monthly um the the hardest part is doing the actual you know new event in that in that amount of time which is hard especially with our work schedules and stuff like that we're finding work i guess i'm gonna start back up in a little bit so um i just booked a a job today very excited at the playboy mansion i'm gonna be a pa for a a a playboy model yeah so that's that's gonna be first male playboy model so uh alex is at alex tobin t-o-b-i-n 15 uh standard tobin is that really my fucking yeah that's yours mine's not exciting either mine's uh at 
and this is in all caps because I made this when I was in high school. Do you see at D Ledwith L E D W I T H forty two. They won't and let me change that, and mine is a uh, labed dead with because they just like switching letters. Oh, no, so clever, dude! Yeah, it's weird. um, and we'll probably make a uh, Twitter for this specific podcast, um, just so if I'm, no one's listening right now, but if it does get any traction, then you guys can you know recommend stuff, stuff like that. You if know? you made it to the end of this podcast, we're really proud. Of yeah, you. thank you for listening. I know uh, there's a lot of podcasts out there. And uh, a lot of good ones, too, so... And you chose one called Haven't Done That. Way to go. Yeah, cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool of you. All right, well... Uh, we have now done those things we've that done, we haven't done. That we have to, like, think of things like, we've yeah. done that! We did that. We, We're not going to end We did like it that. that. Uh. Yeah. But, um, yeah, thank you, and uh, hope to see you uh, in a couple of weeks, I guess, when we make more. Sounds good. Awesome.